Hey everyone, my name is Eve and this is actually podcast number one, the start of a new era. In today's podcast we're going to be talking about playlists and specifically as to what is needed to make a successful playlist. What I would like to do in this podcast is use a hip-hop playlist on the Spotify platform that makes it easier to create it step-by-step and actually highlight the important parts of it. Um, I'm by no means a hip-hop expert or a rap expert, but the guidelines are relevant to any genre, theme, and music streaming platform out there. Let us look at the first ingredient, and this is what I would refer to as exposure. This is hands down the most important ingredient, and frustratingly enough, in most cases you start with none of it. Isn't that great? But don't worry, we'll get there. As with anything in the entertainment industry, the first step to success is to make sure that people can actually discover your product. So for your playlist, that means that it has to be out there. And if people can't find your playlist, then it doesn't really matter if you have the greatest playlist on the planet, because in the end, nobody will listen to it. So don't sit around and expect your audience to come to you. And let me give you another reason why exposure is so crucial for your playlist. Um, At the moment, Spotify has over 2 billion playlists. Over 5 million new playlists are created every single day. Every single day. And your playlist is going to be one of those. So in order to be successful, you have to promote and market your playlist like it's any other product or service. So unless you're well-connected, in the beginning, you're going to be truly on your own. And you're going to need to find ways and outlets to promote your new playlist. For the sake of simplicity, we will simply assume that you don't have deep pockets to throw money at advertising. So it's time to get really active on social media, for example, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, and create that presence online. You need to get that exposure. Consider starting up a music blog, website, if time permits, uh, where you can kind of showcase your passion for music. And also make sure to interact with the community because that's going to be important as well. Those are all ways to start working on your exposure. Now I realize that that might sound overwhelming and it does require quite a lot of work. But let's be realistic here. Most success requires work. It doesn't come free. The good thing is, is that the music industry in many ways is not like the other industries out there. Most other industries, you can't get anything done until you have a specific degree or certification The music industry is not really dependent on that. I would say that the main currency in the music industry is literally called reputation. If you're passionate and you have integrity, you can build on your reputation. You can build it up. And that is going to be key to actually establishing your exposure because you want to build up that reputation. Also realize that passion tends to be contagious. So people passionate about music, they tend to surround themselves with like-minded individuals. But you have to be careful because reputation can be fleeting. You don't want to be a sellout. And you also have to make sure to keep your social media clean and void of any offensive content. Reputation is difficult to build up, but it's really easy to lose if you're not careful. Don't let any of this discourage you. I myself had to start completely from scratch. My passion for music and the support of my family kept me going. And you can work your way up. It can be a challenging journey, but it's also going to be very rewarding. So I would say that exposure is the most important ingredient in creating a successful playlist, but let's look at another one. I label this as know your boundaries slash be realistic. You have to realize that the amount of followers that you can expect for your playlist is really directly dependent on your playlist theme or genre. This is really important because after all, you want to make sure that people actually want to listen to your playlist and that the theme or genre is something that they can connect to. A hip hop playlist, has a much bigger potential audience than a death metal playlist. 
But on the flip side, you have to realize that you're going to be competing against a lot more hip-hop playlists out there. That is the flip side of it all. Always follow your passion, but be very realistic about your expectations. If you're a huge fan of the local folk music, it doesn't always translate to a lot of followers. So you have to be realistic about this. Now that we've set realistic expectations and we know what a target audience looks like, we can actually start talking about the creation of the playlist itself, which of course is a lot more exciting. Do realize that in the beginning, you're going to be very dependent on people finding your playlist through the search option in Spotify. As we discussed earlier, in the beginning you don't have a lot of social media exposure, so you're really going to be dependent on people finding your playlist within Spotify itself. So that's why it's really, really important that you use keywords, as they call it, in your playlist title and descriptions. Keywords that are relevant to your playlist theme or genre. Let me give you a couple of examples here. Let's say that you recently went to a family wedding and you had a really great time. Uncle Bob got married. And you want to create a playlist full of hip-hop that was being played at the wedding. You thought it would be a good idea to call the playlist Uncle Bob's Third Wedding and you came up with this great description. Let me read it to you. We had such a great time in Santiago de Chile. Uncle Bob's new wife is super nice and she played some of her favorite music. Enjoy. Now, I can admire the passion, but you do have to realize that both the title and the description are not really effective. There's really no keywords in there, especially nothing that is relevant to the genre of hip-hop. It really wouldn't lead to a success unless, for whatever reason, people are looking for Uncle Bob on Spotify. I'm going to give you an example of one of my playlists, actually my main playlist. I will show you the difference. Now, my main playlist is focused on the genre. It's called Psytrance. The name of my playlist is called Psytrance Full-On Progressive. The description itself states that this is a journey where progressive meets psychedelic we will be covering everything from Psytrance full-on to the classic Goa and then my contact information. Now, you might not be familiar with Psytrance. Let me just state that in the Psytrance scene, the terms Goa, psychedelic, progressive and full-on are very familiar terms to lovers of that music and they are really relevant keywords. There's people on Spotify that are looking for Goa music. Uh, let's call it a variation of Psytrance. I don't want to get into the whole labeling part. Psytrance officially stands for psychedelic trance. So I use that keyword as well. I think that is really a big part of the reason behind the success of my main playlist. Okay, let's say that we were able to create a new hip-hop playlist with a really catchy title, a good description, full-on keywords that are relevant to the hip-hop genre. Then the next step is to make sure that our playlist stands out the moment somebody searches for hip-hop or rap, whatever you want. You have to keep in mind that when people search for hip-hop, it's not just going to be one playlist that's going to pop up. There's going to be dozens and dozens of hip-hop playlists, and most people are going to scroll until they see something that catches their eye, and that's just it. You want to make sure that it's your playlist that catches their eye. Now, I admit, a lot of listeners, they focus on the official Spotify playlist or the playlist from another big music company out there. For example, Filter, Dixter, Topsify, you name it. But there's also still millions and millions of listeners that check out a smaller and independent playlist. Because keep in mind, if that wasn't the case, then hip-hop would only be, well, there would only be like 10 playlists for it, right? Because everybody would focus on the big ones. So that's not the case. So don't despair. We have plenty of chance to be discovered. So at this stage, the most important aspect to your playlist will be your cover artwork, as they call it. Um, normally, as soon as you start adding tracks to your new hip-hop playlist, Spotify will automatically create cover art for your playlist, consisting of the first four album covers in your playlist. 
Besides the fact that this looks pretty crappy, it doesn't help your playlist to stand out. What you can do is you can create your own cover art and upload it. It doesn't have to be a work of art, but just try to make it look at least slightly professional or engaging. Because at the end of the day, you want to try to make sure that your playlist stands out from all the other ones that a potential listener is looking at. You can find good copyright-free images online. There are several websites out there. Personally, I can think of Pixabay, Unsplash. I will provide links to those sites in my written blog post. There's also tons of free editing software online that can help you add text or logos or spruce your image up a little bit. One of those examples is Canva. I myself made all my playlist cover art using an app called Inkpad on my iPad. And last time I checked, I think it costs three bucks, four bucks, but there's tons of free solutions out there. So you really don't need any kind of high-end software to create your Spotify playlist cover art. Okay, let's go to the next step. The moment somebody actually decides to check out your playlist, you better make it count. As you can imagine, and we, we discussed that earlier, in these early stages, you will not get a lot of opportunities to get followers. Sorry, I, I'm just being honest here. Your playlist is going to show up in a search, as do dozens and dozens of other playlists. Also, on Spotify, normally when people search for a playlist or search for a certain music, they can actually see how many followers a playlist already has. You have to keep that in mind. So the moment somebody decides to give your playlist a listen, you have to make it count. It's essential. So the way you make it count is by making sure that the music on your playlist is up to par and is gonna be satisfying to most of the people that are looking for hip hop. Because even in hip hop, there's plenty of ways that you can set your playlist up. You can focus on new hip hop, old hip hop. You can make a mixture of both, you name it. There's so many options available. In order to be successful, you have to always ask yourself, what is going to be my target audience? Is it going to be people that only focus on the old school hip hop? Or is it going to be people that are focusing on the, the mainstream or let's call it the new hip hop? It's something that you have to decide for yourself. I, I can't really give advice on that because I want you to follow your passion at the end of the day. What you need to do is you have to make hip hop your own. You have to become an absolute expert at the genre. And it's also essential to figure out what works and what doesn't. So you need to be on top of new releases, developments in hip-hop scene. And you just can't sit back and throw 2,000 hip-hop tracks in your playlist and wait for it to become a successful playlist. It, it just, just doesn't work that way. Most listeners, they hop from one playlist to the next until they find a playlist that has really a good representation of songs. And also most listeners prefer highly curated playlists, meaning that playlists that get updated and pruned often. That is where playlist curation becomes an art in itself and can get extremely time-consuming. Don't say that I didn't warn you. Let me list you some of the resources that I use. Um, I check out YouTube channels, SoundCloud channels, blogs and websites that are dedicated to the relevant genres. So for example, on YouTube, I follow people that make Psytrance mixes or techno mixes. There's plenty of channels on there that make, for example, hip-hop mixes or mixtapes. On top of that, I follow key figures for example, artists, record labels, even graphic designers on social media. It's a good way to stay ahead of upcoming releases and news. And if that isn't enough, I also follow a bunch of more generic music websites. Beatboard, of course, Billboard, Rolling Stone, Resident Advisor. There's a whole bunch more. There's a lot more resources that I use and it could fill an entire blog post by itself. To be honest, this should be enough. And listing all these also gives me the impression that I, I must be some sort of crazy myself. It's a, it's a lot of a lot of work. All right, so you created your hip-hop playlist. 
you have a really nice title, catchy description, you also were able to make some fancy cover artwork and gradually your playlist is showing up in the searches and you notice that one or two or three people are starting to follow your playlist. Now, before you go, I want to give you some additional tips and advice. First of all, patience is really important. Success doesn't come overnight and don't get disheartened early on. Hang in there. Keep doing what you're doing and most importantly, become that expert. Keep working on your playlist, make sure that you refresh it and update it. And if you have a good feeling about the track selection on your playlist, stick to it. Don't change everything every single day. Give it some time, be patient. Secondly, don't ever take it personal. You might be sitting there thinking that your playlist is really awesome and deserves to be followed by a lot more people. I'm gonna admit to you, I had that feeling at some point about one of my playlists. <laughs> it, it really doesn't work that way. Don't forget that only a few people might know of the actual existence of your playlist. The rest of the world is totally oblivious to you and your playlist existence. Give it some time. Again, just give it some time. Also, I want to make sure that we circle back to what we spoke about earlier. We spoke about the use of relevant keywords to make sure that we could optimize our playlist for the, the Spotify search engine. I've never been able to find any clear-cut Spotify articles about this, but there's a lot of talk that Spotify search engines favor playlists that are, first of all, regularly updated, and secondly, playlists that have a limited number of tracks. The jury is out on what that perfect number of tracks is. Some people say it's between 25 and 50, some people say it's 40, some people say it's 75. My personal opinion is that just go safe, go 50. That is probably the magic number and make sure that you update your playlist often. You can't go wrong. That approach could lead to your playlist climbing a couple of spots in the search results, but you have to be realistic. It doesn't mean that your playlist is gonna skyrocket to the top or that it's gonna be listed in front of the really big hip hop playlist with well over a million followers. Every little bit helps. If it just climbs five, six spots, I mean, we'll take it, right? If you look at my playlist, you'll notice that a lot of them are well over 50 tracks. That is a different story though, because I do believe that it's better for the search results for your list to show up if you stick to that magic number of around 50 and you update your playlist on a regular basis. For me, it was simply more important that I have more tracks on there to give more artists exposure and to give a better representation of the scene. Um, I always find it very difficult to stick to only 50 tracks. If you want my advice and you're starting up a new hip-hop playlist, then I would advise you to do your best to stick to that 50 because in the beginning, everything helps. Later on, as soon as your playlist takes off or you have more followers and you also have a little bit more social media exposure and some influence, you can always change it up. My main playlist went from, in the beginning, probably from about 120, 130 tracks. At some point, it was up to 900. And then I pruned it and brought it back down to about 450. I kind of... I kind of right now keep it between 450 and 500, which sounds like a lot, but it's working for me. It's also a good representation for the scene. And it's also, just like I said in the beginning, it really depends on what you want to do and what audience you're targeting. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it here for now. We took it step by step. We created a hip hop playlist. We talked about the importance of the exposure. We also discussed the relevance of keywords in the description and the title. We briefly touched upon the artwork and we also discussed uh, the importance of the actual music on the playlist and that it's best if you become an expert on the genre, in this case hip-hop, or whatever genre you decide to create a playlist for. And at the end I provided some additional tips and advice based on my experience. I hope that all helps. 
I'm currently working on an ebook that I expect to be released in a couple of weeks, and uh, it's going to be free. It's really going to be free. There's no strings attached or links or software that you have to install or anything like that. It's going to focus not particularly on this topic alone. It's focusing on the creation of playlists for curators and editors, but also on the artist side as to how artists can be more successful about getting their tracks actually added to an existing playlist, because that's a, that's a whole different world out there as well. So I do thank you for listening. And if you have any feedback or comments, please leave them on the blog and I will respond to them. I will do my best. It would be interesting to hear any experiences that you guys have or tips or advice for me. Any feedback is always welcome, even if it's criticism. So again, thank you so much for listening to my first podcast. And I hope I catch you guys next time. Bye-bye.